Hey everyone, this is Cody. In this episode, instead of spewing thoughts that I have on some topic in philosophy or technology, I'm instead just going to read some poems that I've written. I'm essentially using this podcast as a kind of audio journal. If people care to listen, then that's great, but I really just like the idea of outsourcing different aspects of my mind to some tangible medium. And that's what I want this podcast to be. I want to build a digital extension of my mind, right? So I'm using it as a kind of cognitive offloading device. And in that spirit, I'm going to read a few poems that I've written. And I'll include links to these poems in the show notes. So the first poem is entitled Seaside, June 17th. Fragments of human imagination grow old in seashells on the Pacific. Ocean breezes carry the promise of vast beginnings. Why is it this beach makes me think of every beach I've ever been to, and every person I've been to those beaches with? Why is my life but a series of beaches separated by water and heavy waves of time? I look down the coastline for a minute and don't search for an answer, but just let the picture of what I see sway my imagination. It's a nostalgic combination of summer music and salty air. It's a world of sunglass reflections and surfers. People travel across America to play in the water. God watches the scene somewhere from a nearby neighborhood. The coastline stretches down unimaginably far to the small river beginnings of a good dream. The second poem is entitled The Scattered Unity of Youth, and it goes like this. You whisper across cities and explore the concrete jungles of humanity high off of the ecstasy of your own adolescence. Secret symbols in your eyes disguised by childhood memories. Summer air intoxicating your mind with the scent of swollen stars. This is new age hip-hop, the future of poetry, the scattered unity of youth, the arc of a journey that is anything but chronological. We sway back and forth between subconsciousness and moments of supreme awareness. And someday we wake up in the soft, triumphant morning, with wrinkles on our faces and warm tears in our hearts. The third poem is called Movie Theater, and it goes like this. As the previews start to roll, I cannot help but think how odd it is that movie theaters are public spaces. The atmosphere is too personal, with its patterned carpets and reclining chairs. The dimming lights are too intimate. The cinematic showroom must exist inside a mansion somewhere in the hills of suburbia. Maybe we were all invited to a dinner party where we got drunk and mingled, now treated to the cinema by a wealthy host. Only a thought born of loneliness. I know that I will not talk to anybody here. They are all strangers that have, like me, paid their ten dollars to sit in the darkness for a few hours in absolute silence and be swayed by the miracle of surround sound. This is why we are here, to eat popcorn and hit pause on our lives. And when the movie ends, it is hard for us to re-enter reality. Leaving the theater, I am no longer myself, but a larger-than-life character stepping out of a fictional universe. If it was a crime drama, I'd be the evil genius plotting my next move as I use the restroom by the exit. But it was an action-adventure flick, so I'm the unsuspecting hero about to rise up and save the world as I walk to my car, fumbling for the keys, trying hard not to cry. The next poem is called Seven Days of Star Watching, 
And it goes like this. Day one. Philosophical paradoxes are hidden between rays of sunshine, and people are blinded by the sun. Day two. The basement lights of heaven shine brightly in the empty reality of oblivion. Day three. Children dream in the suburban American night under a frozen rainstorm of stellar explosions. Day four. The illuminated rebels of the sky, halfway to infinity, still on the run. Day five. The space between us spans the depth of ultimate desire. Day six. Campfires burning at the top of the heavens reflect some sort of fiery truth. Day seven. We will not perish from the memory of the universe, for our story has been witnessed by the stars. We are the mortal children of their eternal gaze. All right, two more I'll read. So the first is called Sunset on the Hillside, and this is really short. It goes like this. The late afternoon sinks into our skin as cities shimmer in the distance and millions swim under skyscrapers towards the surface of cinematic America and ships of color sail across the horizon carrying sunset, and souls are crayoned over with the artistic touch of a divine toddler, and I silently invent secrets and whisper them to the sky. All right, finally, I'll leave you with this. This is called Poetic Mindset. This is the abandoned wilderness of the mind, where I camp for a lifetime, where I sit on a bench in the amusement park that is my childhood floating between memory and make-believe, where I have timeless talks with drug-induced travelers in rooms full of Christmas lights and foreign graffiti, where I take the 2 a.m. subway, diving into cities, stumbling into a scene of abandoned streetlights blaze beyond belief with an absurd vision of all-encompassing music in the darkness of night, where I try to summon some semblance of holiday spirit while feeling fundamentally lonely on the 4th of July, where I watch the movie of my life as a ruthless critic displeased by the lack of narrative structure, where I am a poet driven mad by the pure ecstasy of uttered words, and words could never wrap around the poetry of the moment without leaving any loose ends, where the sound of distant trains shakes the foundations of memory, and the ancient music of the moon plays above a city of modern lights, and the ocean tide yearns for physical intimacy with the land, and faraway houses glow in the darkness like candlelit ships resting on the horizon. And strangers deliver their souls to one another through the unspoken dialect of sight. And billions of people move together in harmony through the serious circus of life, trapped in the plastic playdome of time, lost somewhere in the forgotten farmlands of space. So those are a few poems that I've written. I certainly don't take myself to be any sort of master poet, but I enjoy writing poetry and trying to put words together in a novel way. And thanks for listening, and stay tuned.